G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigao and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, is it relevant today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as using paper maps? For the last few weeks, we've been looking into the problem of evil. We asked ourselves, why does it exist in our world today? And we came to the conclusion that this is because God created beings with the capability of free choice. Lucifer then chose to exercise this free choice and rebel against God's government and took this fight down to our planet, whereby our choice to distrust God, we allied ourselves with him and chose to join in in his rebellion. This week we're going to ask ourselves, is the issue of sin and salvation still relevant today? We'll explore this question just after these songs, beginning with Like a River from Dennis Jerningen. Like a river flowing down to the sea Like a rushing wind you flow into me Like the falling of the snow Like the blood that makes me whole Is the love of God that flows into me Like a river flowing down to the sea Like a rushing wind you flow into me Like the falling of the snow Like the blood that makes me whole Is the love of God that flows into me And like a river you come flooding through The desert of my heart And like the wind you come rushing, blowing The blood of your own son, and like the sun, you come shining, making darkness run. Just like a river flowing down to the sea, like a rushing wind, you flow into me. Like the falling of the snow, like the blood that makes me whole, is the love of God that flows into me. And like a river you come pouring out, your love upon the field, and like the wind you bring the hearts and making warm and like the sun you raise the mighty light to calm the storm just like a river flowing down to the sea like a rushing wind you flow into me 
Like the falling of the snow Like the blood that makes me whole Is the love of God that flows into me Is the love of God that flows into me
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? You're listening to Marius Jigel, and today we're looking at the issue of sin and freedom from it through salvation. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, we find an interesting verse which reads, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Bible paints the issue of sin as a serious problem. In today's world, sin has become trivialized. We are often exposed to shows where adultery, deceit and murder are commonplace and we've therefore become desensitized to this serious problem. We even have statements like white lies, which essentially downplays the issue of deceit and almost makes it acceptable, even necessary. I'm reminded of a comedy I watched many years ago where a lawyer cannot lie for a day and at one point he says to his son, sometimes adults need to lie. So is this true? Do we need to sin? The Bible by no means says we need to sin, but it does say in Romans chapter 3 verse 23 that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So if all have sinned, why is the wages of sin death? Surely God could have chosen to make the wages of sin something else, like maybe he could have said the wages of sin is that you grow an extra ear on your forehead. Or the wages of sin is that your mouth won't work for a day. I know many people who would love that to be the wages of sin would probably live in a very quiet world if that was the case. But why are the wages of sin death? We'll find this out just after these songs. Far away stood an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame And I love that old cross Where the dearest and best For a world of lost sinners was slain So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross Someday for a crown Oh, the old rugged cross So despised by the world Has a wondrous attraction for me For the dear Lamb of God Left His glory above To bear it to dark Calvary So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a crown And exchange it someday for a crown To the old rugged cross I will ever be true 
its shame and reproach gladly bear. Then he'll call me someday to my home far away, where his glory forever I'll share. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I'll cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it someday for a crown. And exchange it someday for a crown. And exchange it someday for a crown. Die, El Shaddai, El Elyonah. 
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigel, and today we're looking at sin and salvation. We've so far discovered that the Bible tells us that we have all sinned, and that the wages of sin is death. And now, we're looking into the reason why this is so. We find the answer to this question in Isaiah chapter 59, verse 2. If you'd like to review this verse or any other verses that are used on the show today, please go to our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? Isaiah 59 verse 2 reads, But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden His face from you, so that He will not hear. The reason that sin leads to death is not because God is a harsh judge that likes to dish out the death penalty, but because sin separates us from Him. God is the author of life, and without Him, life cannot exist. When we separate ourselves from God, we are willingly separating ourselves from life itself. In the Garden of Eden, God told Adam and Eve that they would die if they ate from the tree, not because the fruit was poisonous, but because by eating it, they would choose to separate themselves from the author of life, and God knew that such a decision would lead to death. So what happens now? We've all sinned, and we are all condemned to die. But can't God just let us off? Can't He just look the other way? We'll find that out just after these songs. Of a 
faithfulness, oh God, my Father. There is no shadow of turning with Thee. Thou changest not Thy compassions, they fail not. As Thou hast been, Thou forever will be. faithfulness morning by morning new mercies I see and all I have needed thy hands have provided great is thy faithfulness Lord unto Is it relevant today? I'm Marius Jigao, and now we're asking, why doesn't God just ignore our sin and let us off? To answer this, let's have a look at Job chapter 34, verse 12. This verse reads, It is unthinkable that God would do wrong. Imagine that something horrible happened and that one of your children was brutally murdered. You appeal to the community on the various news channels and then you are told that they have caught the murderer. After months of waiting and lawyers and having to relive the last few moments of your child's life over and over again, the jury has come back with the verdict. And justice is upheld as they come with a unanimously guilty verdict. You are told that the next day the judge will pass out the sentence. As you enter the court and sit down, the judge orders silence and begins to pass his judgment. He says that there is no doubt about the fact that this man was guilty. He states that he even admitted to his guilt. But then he does something shocking. He says that the accused is his son and that he really likes him. And even though he's guilty, 
he's going to let him go free. How would you feel? Would you feel that this is a honest judge? I'm not sure about you, but I would be outraged and tell the whole world about the way that justice was perverted in his courtroom. In a similar way, God cannot just let the guilty go free because they are his sons and daughters, as it is unthinkable that God would do wrong and to pervert justice. This leaves us in a pretty gloomy situation, sentenced to death with no hope. I thought the Bible was meant to be good news. We're going to find out this good news just after these songs. Thank you. 
above all Thank you, Lord You thought of me And you gave your life for me That's how I want to be, Lord Keep you first in my Above all. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM. You're listening to Marius Chigo, and today we've been looking at the problem of sin and have so far discovered that we are all guilty and that the penalty of sin is death. We also found out that God is just and He cannot just let us off. In Leviticus chapter 1 verses 1 to 5 it reads, Now the Lord called Moses and spoke to him from the tabernacle of meeting, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When any one of you brings an offering to the Lord, you shall bring your offering of the livestock, of the herd of the flock. If his offering is a burnt sacrifice of the herd, let him offer a male without blemish. He shall offer it of his own free will at the door of the tabernacle of meeting before the Lord. Then he shall put his hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it will be accepted on his behalf, and make atonement for him. He shall kill the bull before the Lord, and the priests, Aaron's sons, shall bring the blood and sprinkle the blood all around the altar that is by the door of the tabernacle meeting. It seems that God told Moses to do something extremely gruesome. He told them to sacrifice lambs and bulls and take their blood and sprinkle them on the altar. Why would he do such a thing? I love animals and the thought of having to sacrifice one of them and sprinkle its blood around the place deeply disturbs me. Why did God, the God that we have discovered is love itself, do such a thing? Why would he ask for such a sacrifice? The answer is that God wanted his people to realize that sin is not a trivial thing. And because this would point forward to the ultimate sacrifice, where God himself would come down to our planet and die for our sins. When John the Baptist first saw Jesus, he said something strange. John chapter 1 verse 29 reads, The next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. It is interesting that when John saw Jesus, he did not say, Behold, this is Jesus, or Behold, this is the Messiah, or Behold, this is God himself in human form. But he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The Israelites would have immediately realized that this was sacrificial language. What John was saying is that this is the one who will be the sacrifice for our sins. Maximilian Klob was born in 1894 and became a priest. During World War II, he refused to sign the Dutzke Volkslist, which would have given him rights similar to those of German citizens in exchange for recognizing his ethnic German ancestry. He provided shelter to refugees from Poland, including 2,000 Jews whom he hid from German persecution. However, in 1941, he was arrested and he was sent to Auschwitz. While in prison, he showed a Christ-like spirit, often giving his food to those who needed and sacrificing his need to help others. 
At the end of July in 1941, one of the inmates from his block escaped and the deputy camp commander picked 10 men to be starved to death in an underground bunker to deter further escape attempts. As the prisoners were lined up, 10 of them were selected and one of these was Franciszek. When he realized that he would die, he cried out, My poor wife! My poor children! At this time, Maximilian stepped forward and asked to be allowed to take his place. The guard agreed and Maximilian was executed in his place. This allowed him to live and after the war, Franciszek was reunited with his wife and lived for another 53 years until 1995. What Maximilian did reflected what Jesus has done for every one of us. He has taken our place and offered us eternal life. The most well-known verse in the Bible, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. One of my favorite authors writes, Christ was treated as we deserve, that we may be treated as he deserves. He was condemned for our sins in which he had no share, that we might be justified by his righteousness in which we had no share. He suffered the death which was ours, that we might receive the life which was his. By his stripes we are healed. And this, my friends, is most definitely still relevant today. But for now, thanks for listening and don't forget to visit our Facebook page Is It Relevant Today and give us a big thumbs up and be sure to tune in next week at the same time. I'm Marius Chigel, God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day. Stay as I am, though tall.
Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. listening to is it relevant today if you have any questions or comments please leave them on our facebook page is it relevant today but for now thanks for listening and we look forward to seeing you next week i love to tell the story twill 
be my theme in glory to tell the old, old story of Jesus and His love.